Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the E Mammoth Pod, the show where we talk about pop culture, video games, and navigate the world of esports. I am Mike, and again, I'm joined by Rich. That's Rich, me. What's, what's going on, man? How are you? Popping. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Um, just uh, once again, getting ready to finish off this year strong. I know 2020 has been pretty crazy, but um, man, just getting ready to wrap things up now. Yeah, this year, this year has flown. It's it. I think I said before, what was it January, February, March quarantine, yeah. December? It. I didn't realize. Like I'm halfway through December already, and at work we try to do um, not try. We agreed to do Secret Santa, and. Okay. I have a few days to get a present. <clears throat> yeah, Secret Santa is um, kind of tough. Had to employ. Uh, first of all, drew my person. Uh, it is a coworker I like. Fantastic, great. <laughs> That's good. Um, That's great news. Because it it would suck to have to do Secret Santa for someone you don't really like. Because I feel like when you give a gift, it's clearly you didn't give as much effort. You're like, this will suffice. I'll give them a gift card to Target or something. Um, yeah. Anyways, I pulled my Secret Santa person. Um, we had an old friend of ours happen to have a happen to have a birthday that day. And what we ended up doing during quarantine for some type of celebration, we all hopped on FaceTime. We all got our drinks. We just spent a little bit of time on just group FaceTime call uh, drinking together. I didn't have any alcohol. So I had gone to the store with my coworker. We looked through some stuff. We saw something that they happened to like. We were just browsing. It was like near the impulse item era. Okay. I, mm -hmm. What? Near the impulse aisle? <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I think in the back of my mind, I'm running out of time. I'm going to grab that because I know that they'll really like it. One quick other thing. At the place I went to, now I think about it. This is not a podcast about alcohol. Not yet, it's not. But I bought this. It's Kikori. Kikori. It's supposed to be Japanese whiskey. Okay. Yeah, I've had I've had a Japanese whiskey before. I haven't had that one though. Was it a square bottle? Um. Yeah. Well, rectangular. rectangular. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a really popular one. But um, this was recommended to me, so I'm gonna try it. That's cool. It looks pretty cool. Um. You know, I haven't, like I said, I haven't had a lot of Japanese whiskeys, but I think the way that they do their mm -hmm. whiskey, I believe it's based on rice I, instead of mm. like, um, I don't know what we use here, like barley or something. I have no idea how whiskey is made, but on the back of the label here, it says distilled from rice and pure mountain water in Kumamoto, Japan. Aged in barrels for three years. Is three years a long time? um for whiskey i don't think so but um there's different styles and different different how long different does flavors. mila kunis barrel her whiskey in those ads you know i don't know i thought i gotta ask her i don't know i thought it was at least 10 years her and ashton kutcher kutcher building a empire anyways uh i'm, I'm gonna try it this week that sounds um, cool man you gotta this um, weekend and see how i like it yeah, maybe we'll figure out what we're drinking on New Year's. I think I need to, I think I should establish some type of 
like mini bar whiskey bar that would be cool i don't know i think it'd be cool to like go somewhere pour myself a glass do a little thingy thing and drink it anyways no yeah there was a time uh last year actually where i started kind of getting into different whiskeys and trying them out and there's some there's some you know different ones that i i tend to like and some that i don't like as much and that the the japanese one that i had it just i wasn't feeling it but i understand there's a lot of people that actually like that and Same go for thing. that flavor the reason why i ended up with this one is because um they originally pointed out that rectangular bottle and i don't remember having it i think i had a shot no i've had it a few times and i don't remember loving it any alcohol i'll drink don't really care um i'm pretty I mean, I can hold liquor well. I just, if I want to drink it for taste, though, I would not drink that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to try something new because I feel like I would really like Japanese whiskey if I found the right one. Awesome. Anyway, well, yeah, you're gonna have to week? report back to us and let us know. My yeah, week's yeah. been it's been decent. Um, uh, you know what's actually been kind of exciting is that preseason basketball started up, mm-hmm. and so I watched a, a little bit of the Warriors. And actually, was it yesterday or the day before they actually uh, squared off against the Sacramento Kings? Yes. And that was a pretty That's fun right. and exciting game. Um, I am a proud Kings fan in the preseason. And then during the season, it kind of wanes off and then it turns into That's the team I love. Just kind of doing the thing. So they show prom every year. I'm excited. The Sacramento Kings show promise had a really uh, entertaining end to the game against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just hit a buzzer beater three and we walked away with the win. But it is preseason. So take it with a grain of salt. I am really excited for Christmas basketball. That should be a lot of fun. I'm that excited. is what's yeah. going to be exciting for me. Um, you know, we talked a minute, um, a couple of weeks ago about how with um, Thanksgiving, we tend to watch football. Football's always on. It's kind of like a tradition. But with Christmas, it's always basketball. Always basketball. And uh, I'm excited real quick. I don't. The Warriors, uh, Clay Thompson got injured again. So a little bit of surprise. But I'm excited for Steph to be back because he looked really good. Yeah, he looks good. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see the way things unfold mm-hmm. um, with Steph Curry really having, I mean, it's really just him and Draymond with some of these newer, younger guys. A lot of young guys. And so that's going to be exciting to see. One of the things that kind of threw me off when I watched that preseason game was um, De'Aaron Fox's haircut. I almost didn't yeah, recognize him. <clears throat> I was like... Um... What's going I, on? Maybe it makes him run faster. But there's a <laughs> there's I think there was I liked his hair. Yeah, I, I thought his hair it. was cool. It'll, it'll take getting used to. Um, I hope he I I like him with the longer hair. I yeah, I'd like to see him grow hair. it out again. <clears throat> Do um, something with it. But yeah, yeah, that was interesting. I I thought that was kind of um but he might have been one of those people that kind of just cut his hair during quarantine. A lot of people are just like, you know what? I'm just going to cut my hair. And he could have been one of them. It seems like people either just started cutting their own hair, having their significant others cut their hair, Mm -hmm. or just completely not cutting their hair. (laughs) Yeah, I just let my hair fly for (laughs) I don't know how long. I finally got it retwisted, which was nice. But 
Um, it was looking why it still looks kind of wild. It looks like a tarantula when I wake up every morning. Yeah, it's but, looking pretty sick, dude. I like it. Thanks. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. I'm not gonna go too long, but as soon as I get to as soon as I get to put up a cool bun, I'll be super satisfied. Nice, nice goals. And then I'll just probably cut my hair like De'Aaron Fox. There you go. Get more aerodynamic. No, but that was going to be super, super cool. Like, like I'm really excited to see. There's going to be some really fun games um, coming up uh, for Christmas. But um, and then also, you know, to mention um, Darren Fox. I know he's a gamer too, and I haven't had a chance to see him play any any games online. But um, I caught some other professional athletes playing games uh, recently. But we'll get into that in a moment. Um, what he's else has been gamer. going on with you, Richard? Um, besides the whole Secret Santa thing, I've been playing. Well, speaking of NBA, <clears throat> I have been playing a lot of 2K. Okay. Career mode, not too much in the park because people keep yelling at me, cursing at me through the through the controller because I can't hit open <laughs> shots to save my life online. But I've been really enjoying progressing through my career. Um I'm on track to play at the Rising Stars Challenge on what is it? All Star Weekend in career mode. Um, but besides that, I've been playing a lot, a lot of cyberpunk. What I feel is cool. a lot of cyberpunk. Um, well, you're gonna have to tell me a little bit about your experience with that because I know it's been all over the news and there's been good and bad, and I haven't had a chance to play it at all. Um, and I was actually getting excited for it. Um, however, we've mentioned before that I have the PS4, and I don't think that's going to work out for me just yet. So go ahead and tell us how this game has been for you, though. It's overall, I would say, mostly positive so far. Okay. But I'm suspecting that the further I get along in the game... um the more that may change mm. maybe um well overall i can 100 percent see the um vision for the game <clears throat> and i can um see what they were going for and a lot of the game is still very cool especially if you are a fallout fan if you're a borderlands fan um the game is a lot of fun i do run into bugs um some people will have game breaking bugs i haven't had any yet like i don't feel like i've had to redo a mission or turn off the game and turn it back on to get it to do something properly or maybe i'm just more patient because i've had scenes where someone's supposed to walk somewhere or actually one bad guy was supposed to leave an elevator <clears throat> he never left the elevator and I honestly just threw like three grenades in there and he died. Um, well, you know what? That's, yeah. I mean, it sounds like you have some patience and some experience and I you're think, willing to work through some of these bugs that, that really aren't holding you back. That, that is what it is. And I think story wise, now that I am where I am, I like where the, where the story is going. When I first started, <clears throat> I guess the best way to sum it up is the the prologue itself seems like one long tutorial because I felt like they were throwing things at me and showing me how to do things, but they weren't telling me why I would want to do it, I guess. Mm 
Mm, so I'm yeah. like going to different parts of the city, just doing different what felt to me as like random missions. And then I do one or two more main story um, missions, and the the main plot of the of the game kind of starts to show itself. And I understand what direction. I start to understand what my actual goal is, and that's when I started really enjoying the game. Drive around the city is fantastic. My main gripe would be um, it's another visual bug. <clears throat> so. Have you messed with uh, Photoshop? Just a little bit. Okay. So imagine you're painting like a city horizon, right? Mm -hmm. You have like the streets and then you have like the buildings and then you have like the foliage, like the uh, the trees and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So all those, for the most part, you could say you could add as different layers, like one in front of the other. Yeah. Anytime I'm out in the city, the trees show as my front layer. So even if they're trees way out in the distance, uh, wow. I, I will like turn, I'll see the city, and then I'll see like trees that are supposed to be thousands of kilometers away, just kind of like there. Now, if you were to stay on that frame, do things like load and adjust? Or no, is that I've tried to reload the game. Mm. Um, <clears throat> there's been an update already, but that hasn't changed. Um, it's But it's only not when I'm in buildings, only when I'm outside in the city. Kind of free roam mode, I guess. Uh, from my understanding, and I don't have enough detail on this, but I have Cyberpunk for PC. Um, and PC players are having a better experience than console players. Console players seem to be having uh, a harder time playing the game. So I'm really thankful I decided to get on PC because mm -hmm. this could be a an entirely different kind of conversation yeah. about it well i think that's what we're seeing is that different um, players that are playing on different platforms are having different um, levels of experience with this game um i was going to mention I, I think it's kind of um an expectation nowadays that when new games come out you're gonna have at least some level of, of bugs or glitches to kind of get through. Um, but uh, I, I don't know if it's just nowadays where we're seeing more. I think some people are talking about how with these developers and they're having to make games that are um, not just um, playable across different platforms, but also for the new, which I, I would say are next gen consoles, but, I don't know if you call them next gen. They're like new gen. They're they're the current gen consoles now. Yeah. And so, I mean, even as I was playing um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I'm encountering bugs and glitches and things. And uh, not to the level that other people are having where it's really making the game unplayable. I'm able to kind of plow through and, and you know, do what I have to do to get, get yeah. things working. But... Um, I just think um, this is something I don't know if we're going to continue to see this because uh, I, I just know when it comes to technology, if you're an early adopter, you got to understand you're going to end up with some issues versus just kind of waiting things out to be kind of fine tuned well, and perfected. Here's my concern with that. I guess cyberpunk, I think technically is not like a next gen game because they've been working on it for seven years. But my concern with it is back before like internet was as big as it was, 
when you were a, a game developing company, the cartridge that you put out, the CD you put out, there's no updates to it. That's the game. That's right. Right. So you can't fix it anymore. And I'm worried that developers will re will rely on too much the idea of we could just send an update for it later instead of making sure the product is more finished at release. Yeah, that's so true. And what, what we're <clears throat> facing today was that there's the rush to get the games out in time for the new consoles, in time for the holidays and the Christmas uh, rush. And so, yeah, there could be some corners being cut with the thought that, you know what, we'll just patch this up post-launch. And I understand it's not just black and white. Like it's not that they should they should have it right, <clears throat> because I know as consoles grow, you have more capability, and they're trying to fit more things in um, to development, so you have more chances for bugs. But I mean, the game was already delayed, so yeah, they're trying to meet a deadline. It's just rough. It's yeah. it's rough to say that it's it's a finished game. Like right now, I would <clears throat> if I. If this game was given to me as a beta, I would love the game. I don't think it's 100% ready to be released. Um, but that's coming from someone who's played a good amount of games. And so I can kind of sympathize with it and I can kind of look past it. Um, but it must not be great for... Also, they, they made The Witcher... <clears throat> so the expectations were super high. Yeah. Um, yeah. I Anyway, overall, if I had to rate it out of 10 right now, I'll give it, from my experience, I'll give it like a six and a half or seven. If the bugs weren't there, I'd definitely give it eight and a half or nine. Well, I, for one, I'm still very excited to play this game and get my hands on it, but I'm not in any rush. And as we've discussed, I have the PS4. And it, from what I'm hearing, it's a pretty bad experience on the PS4. So yeah, there's if, no way I plan on getting that for my current console. If you have a console, I would definitely just say not, <clears throat> excuse me, not necessarily not to get it, but hold off and wait a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, wait for a few more updates um, because it sounds like playing it on console is frustrating right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that can definitely ruin the experience um, of the game as a whole. So for me, I, I definitely want to play the game, but I want to have fun and I want to have a good experience. So I'm willing to wait. You know, yeah. I've got other things keeping me busy. And so I'm planning on holding off on that. But, um, but it still looks like an amazing game. I will say this. I'll flip that over on its head because <clears throat> uh, a friend and I will play Cyberpunk in Discord. And we'll stream each other's screens on a computer because you can do that on Discord with a computer. And so I'll have his kind of uh, screen up next to me on my other monitor, and I can see what he's doing as Cyberpunk. We started around the same time, um, and we're around the same level, but he's doing completely different things than I'm doing. And that's pretty cool to see. Um, of the, Is it just because he's choosing different missions or going different areas? and? he's doing a different mission or in the same mission he chooses different dialogue which oh. gives him different opportunities um in one of the missions 
<clears throat> he was doing some kind of sneaky mission. Um, it's one of the first missions. And I had just finished that mission. He was right in the middle of it. And I was like, hey, did you get this so-and-so gun? It was over here. He was like, no. So he like did the whole mission without the gun. But I got this super cool gun out of it just by snooping around. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, the potential for the game is fantastic. It If they fish, fix those visual bugs, I would feel really immersed in the city. Um, they do a good job of making it feel like there's life in it. Yeah, It's just the bugs kind of can kind of knock you out of that trance that it has the potential to put you in. Wow. Well, um, like I said, overall, I'm really looking forward to playing that game, but I'm going to be just be patient about it. Yeah, just hang out and wait. But it is a big game. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Um, you know, like I said before, when it came to Assassin's Creed, um, it definitely has its bugs and its glitches. Um, and I think it's affecting certain platforms more than others. Mm-hmm. But for me... <clears throat> I've only had a couple of them that were somewhat troublesome, um, but I was able to work my way through them and around them. Uh, mm-hmm. I would just say like, uh, yeah, it's just, um, yeah. And they came out with an update, I think just yesterday too, to fix some of these issues. So yeah, I think we just have to be patient and, um, and just know that, that like I said, I, I just know that with technology, Things are going to have some issues and we just got to be patient. Yeah, I think that's the age we live in. I just don't, I don't want to see newly released games so broken. I don't personally yeah. I don't expect them to be, I don't expect them to be um, perfect. Well, that's the thing. Nobody expected them to be like this bad to the point where now it's like you can get a refund if you complain about it. If you're not happy, they're offering refunds on this game now. CD Projekt Red is? Yeah, I saw that online just yesterday. Oh, I didn't see that. That's, I mean, okay. Yeah, that's good. That's good for the consumer. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, okay, like if it's really that bad and you can't stand it, you know what? We'll give you a refund. And I've had these situations with, you know, customers where it's like, you know what? I'll just go ahead and give you a refund. And they realize, like, no, I actually. I'm okay with it. I'll keep it. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what would happen, actually. Yeah. They're like, Probably. you know what? Like, like, yeah. Basically, like, put your money where your mouth is. Okay, you're going to complain that bad? Okay, here. Just, we'll give you the refund so you can stop complaining. Yeah, it's not that they want to return it as much as they just want it to work the way they want it to work. Exactly. You know, I was actually, just to kind of um, get to a different subject, I was watching recently... Um, well, I saw online that there was going to be this uh, Fortnite tournament with MLB players. And so I looked That's into that. Cool. Yeah, it was actually it's, it was called the MLB Players Cup. And they got these MLB players to come together and play some duo uh, team Fortnite to see who was the best duo. And um, I know that there was an, a, a tournament earlier this year where they played... They had some uh, MLB players playing MLB The Show, which, oh. I mean, it's cool and stuff, but this, I think, it's not as interesting, right? Because <clears throat> like I mean, NBA players playing 2K. Correct. It's like, okay, I get it, but, like, I don't know. What's the, what's the appeal? This, I think, had great appeal. 
Um, I would definitely encourage anybody who's interested to check it out. I know you can find it on YouTube or Twitch. It was also available on the ESPN app. Um, it was an event that basically took, it was over a, a two days and I didn't, like I said, I didn't catch it live. I just caught, caught the recap. And in fact, when I watched it, I watched the ESPN stream, which just took, I think, the highlights from day one and day two, um, kind of combined that into a program to kind of just to, to air as like one complete segment. And I thought it was super entertaining, um, super interesting. Uh, and I thought it was a lot of fun. It sounds like a lot of fun. Um, and that <clears throat> that does sound way more interesting because you want to see, well, first of all, you know, your favorite athlete take an interest in a game that you enjoy already piques your interest more. Yeah. Um, and then if they're good at it, piques, you're just like, okay, you become a bigger fan of them, but it's just entertaining to see professional athletes kind of just cross over into some other sport. Yeah, very, it's Always very, interesting. yeah, I, I love watching that, whether they're um, a basketball player, um, football players we've seen we've seen celebrities into gaming and stuff so mm -hmm. I'm always excited about that kind of stuff um, especially when it comes to MLB only because I'm a baseball fan and I feel like baseball is one of those sports which you know could be going extinct if uh, things don't turn around so you know growing up mm. with a love of baseball I, I just um, I'm always super excited to see this kind of stuff happen uh, so just for the listeners out there, there were eight different teams, and I'll go ahead and kind of break down the teams for you. The first one was Jamison Tyon, who's a pitcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates. He was partnered up with Gavin Lux, who's a second baseman for the L.A. Dodgers. Uh, the oh, it's next all team, players they weren't they weren't paired with pros; they were just players with players. Players with players. That's right. So it's even more interesting. That's right. There's no professional gamers, no um, full-time streamers. Like these are all baseball players. That's awesome. So it was a lot of fun, dude. Um, Trey Turner from the Nationals. He was partnered up with Brett Phillips. Uh, for those that don't know who Brett Phillips is or maybe heard the name, he is with the Tampa Bay Rays and he hit a walk-off um Game-winning base hit in the World Series just this past year is pretty awesome. You guys can catch that highlight. It was pretty cool. Um, the third team was a pitcher from the White Sox, Lucas Giolito. He threw a no-hitter last year. He's a really good pitcher, and he wow. was partnered with a second baseman of the White Sox, Danny Mendick. That was kind of cool. You got two players from the same team in baseball on the same team here on Fortnite. So uh, all these... <clears throat> all these players that are playing are also at least are also pretty well known within MLB. Not all of them. Um, okay. We did have some rookies. I mean, when it comes down to this uh, name of like these 16 players, yeah, um, I knew I would say half of them. Um, the other half uh, was not as familiar with, which is tough when you have, nine players per team and then you know yeah. a lot of players that i guess know. that's true yeah like when you look at pitchers like you, like well let me go ahead and continue i mean i got um amir garrett he was a pitcher with the reds with cody reed who also used to pitch for the reds but now he's with the rays 
Uh, team number five was uh, a pitcher by the name of Julius Chasing with uh, partnered up with Kyle Tucker from the Astros, uh, followed up by Rene Rivera with the Mets and Dennis Santana from the Dodgers. Team number seven was Manuel Rodriguez from the Cubs and Luis Gonzalez of the White Sox. And the last team we had here, team number eight, was um, Carl Edwards Jr. partnered up with Phil Evans from the Pirates. So a lot of great uh, talent there from the baseball diamond uh, being able to get on the Fortnite map and cause some damage. It was pretty cool. That is pretty awesome. Um, I don't know if you want me to go through and spoil it for you and tell you who won it all, but um, um, I would just say if you're interested, check it out. I was surprised that some of these players, some of these players were really good and some of them, some of them not so good at all. Uh, that would have been fun to watch. Did they use controllers? Yeah, they like did. A mix? It was all controller? I believe they all used controllers. Okay. Um, that will be fun to check out. See? Yeah. Because <clears throat> I, yeah. So, I mean, I would definitely check it out. Um, again, I you know you can find that on YouTube or Twitch. Uh, it may still you know, be available on the ESPN app. And oh. if you do check it on ESPN, you might get the condensed version that I saw. I think it would be a cool idea for Fortnite just to make that a regular type of thing. But the MLB Cup, they'll do a basketball version. They'll do like other sports just to kind of cross over, have them come do a tournament. It would be a lot of fun. I'll tell you <clears throat> what, when I watched this, this whole program, what it seemed to be designed for really is that I think it was more for traditional baseball fans to get an eye on on games, on Fortnite, on like competitive gaming. Yeah. And um, and it really did a lot to educate and inform a lot of people that maybe are not familiar with Fortnite, but they are very familiar with baseball. Yeah. And so that that's kind of, that was the format, you know, for getting people who, you know, no one understand baseball to introduce them to the world of competitive gaming and Fortnite. So I thought that was really fun. That would be... Well, that would also help with the growth of esports, right? It helps everybody, I think. I think it's just a win-win situation all around. How cool would it be to have Fortnite? I'm picturing... So the same thing for MLB, same thing for NBA. It's all... Everyone does a Fortnite tournament. You know, whoever wins. And then the winners, they all, of all the sports, kind of play. And it's just... I think that would be so freaking cool to watch... Um, not just like professional baseball players, but them even mixing it up with basketball players yeah. who game, I football players. Cool. Wouldn't that be awesome? That... Once a year, have some type of ah, uh, uh, it would kind of be a tournament because everyone is it. It's not baseball's off season right now, is it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it happened in the off season. Mm-hmm. So okay, so within a one one year span, each team. I'm sorry, each sport could in their off season have that little Fortnite tournament and then at some point during the year each sport that the winners they would have their one final tournament it'd be kind of a fun thing to have every year i think that and would be you could super tell or not televise it you could stream it on youtube on twitch or whatever it would get viewers it would bring more exposure 
to esports in general. Yeah. I feel like if that gets really popular, they'll branch out and do like Call of Duty because that's very competitive. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox swears he's a god at Call of Duty, I think. One of the, a lot of players do actually at Warzone. Yeah. So I think it'd be very interesting to have. I agree. I think that would be a lot of fun. I love watching um, these people that are not really, they're basically professionals in other sports having to come together and play this other game, which you see a completely different view of them and, and just to watch them sometimes struggle, (laughs) struggle Mm -hmm. to compete. It's a lot of fun. I think it's great. Yeah. You can see how competitive they are. If they, if it extends to video games, where they just like having a good time because they're like, I'm not the best, but this is fun. Like that would be super cool to see that side of the players and see just kind of the kind of a crossover um, to esports. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, I was just thinking right now that it's always fun to watch. Like this almost is like an extension of back in the day when I used to watch like um, celebrity basketball games or celebrity softball games. And you would get these people that are like, you know, famous for other reasons, or you might, you know, they might be like a, you know, a football player or a basketball player and they're competing in a softball event. I think that stuff is so much fun. fun. And you know what it reminds me of? I don't know if you saw a few weeks ago, they had the golfing match. Uh, They call it the match. Mm -mm. And the most recent one, they've done it three times already um, this year, but the most recent one it was Steph Curry and Peyton Manning against um, Steph Curry and Peyton Manning. Oh, Steph, Steph, they yeah. paired up together. Okay. Yeah, they paired up against uh, Charles Barkley and um, Phil Mickelson, the professional golfer. Oh, huh. And so it was a two-on-two, and it was it was extremely entertaining. I know the one before that. It was, I think, um, Peyton Manning and uh, oh, it was Peyton Manning and Tom Brady against uh, oh. Phil Mickelson and I think Tiger Woods, maybe. But anyways, this I think was the best one because you got Steph, you got Peyton Manning, and Charles Barkley. Man, who I mean, that guy is so entertaining. He's he, like turned into a national treasure. You can watch that guy do anything, and he'll mm-hmm. make it like hilarious he's well loved anyways i don't know how the ratings went on that but that i mean i never watched golf but i watched a little bit of that (laughs) that is interesting i will i would too that's for golf i'm more likely to watch that actually than regular golf because yeah i mean it brings people in like i i wouldn't normally watch professional golf but if you got steph out there peyton manning Mm -hmm. You know, even if it were Tom Brady, and I think they're going to continue doing this thing because there's a lot of other professional athletes out there that love to golf. So, you know, who knows? I mean, I would love to see like a Michael Jordan out there or I know Tony Romo is a big golfer. Hmm. Um, And I know Steph has done celebrity golfing events like out here in Lake Tahoe Mm -hmm. um, where I've seen like uh, Justin Timberlake. He goes out there and golfing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's just one of those situations where, you know, you get athletes in one sport playing a different sport or competing on a different level. And when that kind of environment's created, I think anything can happen. And it's just so much fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I think, oh, 
Yeah, it's going to be, you know what? I mean, I, I would expect to see even more of this. And I really hope MLB continues this. I think MLB needs to get involved in, in, in Fortnite tournaments. I think they should try to get involved in, you know, any of these games that their players play. It could be Rocket League or Overwatch, Call of Duty, whatever it might be. But if you have players for Major League Baseball that are into gaming, this is like the perfect way to try and bring on board a younger audience to the sport. Yeah, I think it should be around more often. Mm -hmm. And what's cool is in Twitch streams, they have ways that they can give away things to random viewers. So why not give away? Yeah. Well, I was going to say tickets to a game, but this is a worldwide thing. So you can give away something though, and that will kind of attract people to come watch. Yeah. They have things where you, the more you watch, the more likely you are to, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how that continues to go, but I think we're on pace to see more of that kind of stuff. You know, I, I, I would expect to see it in, more. in like 2k. I mean, you can get <laughs> baseball players playing 2k mm-hmm. or football players even. Uh, there's there's so much you can do. I know, and and we've touched on it recently. How the NFL Pro Bowl is going to be virtual, <laughs> and they talked about having celebrities participating in these games. So it's going to be another chance for us to see that. And I think that's probably going to be sometime in February. I would expect that to be. Well, All Star <clears throat> All Star Weekends in baseball, they have a celebrity game, right? Mm-hmm. NBA yeah. celebrity game. Why doesn't football just have like a flag football celebrity game? Why doesn't Fortnite have just a Fortnite celebrity game? Why not? Yeah, they. I'm. I see that coming. They should. I'm sure yeah. that's coming. It would have to. I think yeah. so. That'd be really cool. Yeah, man. That's so. That's all I got there for the Players Cup. But um, super exciting stuff. Yeah, I think that's a good look into the possibility in the future. Yeah, no doubt. You know, um, as we get on to the rest of the year, I do know there's another tournament coming up that we talked briefly about uh, a few weeks back. FIBA, the FIBA Esports Open 2 is coming up. And Mm -hmm. so actually that's happening right now. I know that there's teams competing all around the world, the different conferences and things. But when it comes to North America and Team USA, I know that those games are going to be happening on December 19th and the 20th. So for those of you out there that are looking to support your team USA esports basketball, I would definitely check that one out. I know I'll be watching. That's going to be interesting to see because I just realized that if it's in 2k and everyone's making their own player, you can have like crazy hair and stuff too. So I'm wondering if they're going to have like crazy goggles and they're just going to be playing for their country in some wild, like red Afro for no reason. That will be interesting to see. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see it. I'm going to um, definitely want to talk more about that once that happens. I think that that's something that we're going to talk about next week. I know that there's other stuff that we have planned for next week. Um, I'm not sure. Was there anything else that you wanted to cover for this week here? For this week, I have nothing. I think for the FIBA esports, is it Europe, right? I think right now it's Europe. Okay. 
Um, take a look at that. I'm going to take a look actually, at Actually, no, I think teams. that, yeah, I think that happened just a couple of days ago. They just closed out the European one. Yeah, okay. But, um, yeah, yeah we'll I'm, I'm looking. really only paying attention to the uh, North American one. We'll talk about them both, as long as there's not too, too many teams. But I think uh, I <clears throat> would not have thought that some of these countries would be participating as in I didn't think basketball was as popular. But anyways, pretty cool idea um, for Europe and NA. Are they doing any other continent? I believe it's... Um, I believe it's... Region, I should say. North America. I think North America and South America are combined... Um, and yeah, probably. yeah, the Americas, there's the Europe, and then I want to say there's Oceania. Where is that? I believe that's like Australia, New Zealand areas. I think that's what they consider that. At least I think that's what it was. The island countries? When I was looking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, Asia would have to be one. I was thinking Asia is part of Oceania, no? That's kind of what I thought at first. We could look it up. While you look it up, there was one other thing that I forgot I wanted to mention. Um, When it came to Cyberpunk 2077, it seemed that there weren't too many issues for people playing on on Stadia. Google Stadia, that's funny. Isn't that crazy? I was like, wow, that seems to be running... Somewhat having any issues, um, not from what I've seen, at least not the same type of issues that you would get on a PS4. Oh, okay. So, um, Oceanian countries, I'm just gonna name a few, Mm -hmm. um, but I was wrong. So, so, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Australia, yes, New Zealand, yes, you got that right, Papua New Guinea, Fiji. Ah, uh, yes, Papua New Guinea. Solomon <laughs> Islands, never heard of. Um, I can't even pronounce that. Vanuatu, there's a lot, but Samoa. Um, are Samoa and American Samoa different? Samoa? I guess so. The Guam uh, also, I knew about Guam. Yeah, th- there's a few. Huh. Anyways, we can talk more about that next week when we figure out are those results going to be in next week? Uh, I would say the results for the Americas should be done by then. Yeah. We'll take a look. I'm going to try to catch it too. And that's streaming on YouTube, right? Watch. Let me see here. Okay. So they've already in November, they had the games for Africa, Middle East, Southeast Asia and Oceania on December 12th and 13th, which just passed was Europe. And then the 19th and 20th, it's going to be North and Central America and South America. Okay. That'll be cool. We'll check it out. And it looks like on the FIBA, FIBA FIBA.basketball website, is this only esports? I made it to the esports part of the FIBA. They have uh, highlights up of okay. some of the games. So I'm going to check some of these out, but it seems pretty cool. 
All right. Well, for sure, we're going to be touching on that next week. I know there's some other news that we're not going to have time to touch on today, um, like the new movie, the Metal Gear Solid movie that's going to be coming soon. I definitely want to talk about that next week. Uh, I think it will be... That'll be actually almost like a Christmas stream, won't it? it yeah, be... I think so. Yep. It'll it... be right before Christmas, so I would consider that to be the Christmas stream. Should be a lot of fun. And Christmas is one week away. How nuts is that? Jeez. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> well, Rich, that's all I got for today. Um, again... I definitely want to thank you for for coming together with me on this adventure in uh, video games, pop culture, and esports. But um, if there's anything else you got for us, man, let me know. Um, I don't have anything else this week. Uh, thanks for doing this with me. Likewise, Mike, this is a lot of fun. Yeah, and it all involves stuff I love, so I have no complaints. Um, but if you at home have uh, any comments, questions, concerns, just want to say hi, recommend a whiskey, maybe. Um, you can email us at emmfpod at gmail.com. That's E-M-A-M-M-O-T-H-P-O-D at gmail.com. Um, thanks for joining us this week. We will see you next week. Hope the holidays are going well so far. Um, that's been Mike over there. I've been Rich. We will see you next week. Have a good one.